Hey guys, before we start our show, check out this trailer from our friends over at the Drunken Drive-In Podcast. They do a movie review each week and pair it with a delicious cocktail. It's one of our favorites. Check it out. Set your radios to the Drunken Drive-In Podcast as we dive into what you think and what you drink. If it's old or if it's new, if it's wine or if it's brew, we shall discuss. Take it away, guys. Hey there, movie lovers. This is Dylan, Frank, and Erica. And And this this is is our podcast. podcast. Our weekly movie reviews cover everything we think. From all-time classics like Pulp Fiction and Friday the 13th to more modern movies like A Star is Born and The Hangover. And our weekly beverage reviews cover everything you want to drink, from wine and beer to creative cocktails. So get your glass ready and join us weekly wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Drunken Drive-In Podcast and on Twitter at Drunk Drive-In Pod. So remember, movie lovers, drive safe, drink responsibly, and and keep keep watching movies. Welcome to More Than Myths. adjusting my mic hold on <laughs> i was like that was a slick transition we didn't even like didn't skip a beat yeah well and then look at what happened we did <laughs> and then we did and then we did i am good i'm good i was yeah i was reminiscing <laughs> this afternoon that you and i haven't recorded since last weekend and last weekend i got to see you in (gasps) human flesh for the first not alien human (laughs) flesh for the first time in three years years yeah it was a long time let's never do that ever again let's never do that again (laughs) i mean normally i see her like once or twice a year or we'll have like a friend vacation or something but it's just been that's what it was. I knew what? we had seen each other. We went camping. Yes. For Easter. Yes. Yeah. No, we we went we went on I that forgot friendcation. about our yeah. friendcation. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's like two and a half years, but still. It's still terrible. I far too long. Far too long. But yeah, other than that, I'm great. I'm just enjoying the month of November so far and um getting ready for Christmas. Are you decorating? Oh yeah. By the time oh, the episode done. this by the time <laughs> this episode comes out, my house will be completely decked, except for my tree, which we will wait until after Thanksgiving, which should be in about a week from today. Oh yeah. Man, I can't believe it's already the middle of November. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I was talking to Christopher this morning about um there's a tree lighting ceremony that happens out in Caldwell. And uh-huh. 
<laughs> it took a minute to convince him that maybe we should go because we are on the opposite camp as you. We definitely don't do anything Christmas related until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was pretty adamant. Nope, after Black Friday. Nope, after Black Friday. And I was like, but we've definitely gone and looked at Christmas lights before. And he was like, fine. <laughs> He was Good. not thrilled. <laughs> Good. I know. Well, so I used to be in that camp as well. Yeah. Um, until I went to the UK. Mm -hmm. And they don't have Thanksgiving. So oh, as sure. soon as Halloween is up, which I, I mean, I wasn't there for Halloween, so I don't know if they really decorate for it anyway. But so if you're from the UK, let us know. Um, but we were there the first week of November and their Christmas shit was out. That's amazing. It was ready to go. And so I was like, oh my gosh, they get like two months of Christmas. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, well, okay, Thanksgiving is a feast in between and I'm going to start <laughs> celebrating. Like, so I usually you do, do about you. a week or two between yeah. Christmas, between <laughs> Halloween and Christmas. And then I just get my house ready to go. How are you? I'm good. I was trying to think of things that we could talk about because, again, I had a really average week. You know I what? Know. I'm just that, like – Some people just strive for an average week, and that's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. I mean, I guess, no, you know, they might have some crazy wild, like, goings on, and they just need a break. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes Love I it. do wish something exciting would happen. I was trying to think of, like, talking points and, like, things that we could talk about in the beginning of our <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I was> like... <sighs> hell <laughs> hell oh actually i kind of like that what would be your personal hell oh shit oh no i know mm. oh sitting in a room with somebody that sucks their teeth oh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. or people oh people that when you're driving and they drive in the fast lane and they don't move over when you're behind them that oh so you me. just stuck like in the furthest lane behind someone yeah. going 40 yes. for eternity for it oh my gosh when really the seat <laughs> limit is like 80 yeah that would oh that is okay night that's my nightmare <laughs> i think like for me it would be like a bed with no pillows and no blankets you know it's like i could oh, so sleep, just a mattress but like uncomfortable not comfortable <laughs> interesting <laughs> i mean we're going lighthearted hell here maybe you were just kind of an average person yeah. or not great but like yeah. not a murderer <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you just you don't get pillows and blankets no pillows and blankets for you there's Hard no mattress. comfort oh that does sound terrible doesn't though. it <laughs> yeah. there's something so cozy about like flannel sheets when it's cold i love uh -oh. Uh, you know, like you converted me pool. to flannel sheets. I love flannel sheets in the winter. They're the best. Cozy toes, man. Yeah, I stayed at your house. I slept on an air mattress and you put flannel sheets. It was the first time I'd ever experienced them in my life. <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> I didn't know that that like that was the first time. Yeah. Well, hell, I feel a deep you took honor my flannel to sheet <laughs> virginity. <laughs> Proud of that one. I'm yeah, proud. A, I'm proud of that. No, that it's like a goodie. flannel sheets are a whole new realm of comfort. It's yeah. just the best. I love them. I love them. My husband and I uh, will go out. Well, we used to go out every Black Friday 
Mm-hmm. And we'd go to like Target or Kohl's and try to find the cutest flannel sheets that we could. I mean, I I have too many pairs, but the ones I have on my bed right now are dragons with knights mm. and little castles. But I have some that are uh, like flamingos and unicorns. I have, um, yeah, I have a bunch. I have too many. But yeah, that's what I, I love flannel sheets. They're the best. <laughs> They're the yeah, like you said, the epitome of comfort. I'm glad you've come to the warm side. <laughs> oh yeah, I enjoy it thoroughly. <sighs> um, anyway. Welcome to more than myths. Oh shit. Hi. <laughs> we just did all of that. Oh no, you you can move stuff around, yeah? Or I we guess. can just say hello and introduce our show ten minutes in. It's fine. Well, that's fine also. Yeah, I'm Haley. <laughs> I'm Corinne. And this is more the myths. We're a podcast for the curious. Yeah. Every week we bring a story to tell each other that is interesting or new or wild or creepy. And we blow each other's minds. Once so, a month. We have oh. a myth check episode, which we're we've gotten some feedback and it may Excellent be getting rebranded. <laughs> it may be getting rebranded. I think again, this will be this. Second time Second it's going to be rebranded, but stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, and we correct anything we said that we did not have the right information for or got a little bit more information on. <laughs> Hooey. Hooey. That's, that's great, though, because that just expands our knowledge. So, yeah, send in, you know, send us an email at morethemispodcast at gmail.com if you hear anything or if you want to just say, hey, that's cool, too. We'd love Hi. to hear from you. I do want to ask you about these rules because you're going to tell me a story and you said you broke our rules, but I wasn't aware that we had any rules. I was just kind of like, we're lawless. (laughs) Well, yeah. So reason being is that I have a couple of things. Excellent. So, and I'll explain it in like a little bit because I wasn't really sure. We never really set parameters on you know, we usually bring one subject or one topic to the table. Yeah. To present. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did not bring one topic, but it all makes sense with where I was going. So anyway, okay. this week, actually it was last Sunday. So I'm really sad that I didn't think of this when we recorded last Sunday's episode, but it's fine. It's a week off. But last Sunday, November 14th, was the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter being released <gasps> in the theaters. The very first one. The very first movie. So Harry wow. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out 20 years ago last Sunday. So, yeah. and Harry Potter and movies in general is where a lot of my like mythology and fantasy like love has come from. So I decided to cover a few different creatures featured in that first movie. (gasps) So, all right. right. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So, to celebrate these films and all the fantasy that they brought to so many people, I'm going to do mini topics of mythical creatures found in the first Harry Potter movie. I don't see you breaking any rules. I see you doing excellent things. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, because honestly, the the topics that I covered are huge. They're oh, massive. Yeah. So I will, yeah. we will absolutely have to come back to them because I'm doing like a mini recap of the ones that I chose. 
Okay. So, you know, I was like, okay, I got to just choose a couple of things like where to find them and yeah. that seriously. It's a, a lot of them are large topics. Sure. So, um I looked it up just to see like how many mythical creatures are referenced in the first Harry Potter film. Mm-hmm. Um and there are eight different creatures. Wow. Just in the first movie alone. And that's not Holy doubling cow. up on like I didn't even get into the ones after that. So I chose to go with three of them. Okay. Okay. So our first topic, our first mini topic of the day is the mountain troll. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Okay. So mountain trolls are normally found in Norse or Scandinavian, Norse mythology or Scandinavian folklore. I specifically am focusing on a mountain troll. And when I search mountain troll online, it's like it references Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the top most popular like references. Mm -hmm. So then I kind of dove into the Scandinavian folklore a little bit and you get a really wide variety of trolls in that. (laughs) Oftentimes trolls live in an isolated area such as mountains, rocky lands, or caves. Or, like, deeply wooded forest area, you know, away from people and or anything. They also said to live in families or family units. So there's only usually a couple of them together. It's not like a big tribe or village of trolls. It's usually a handful or, like, you live with your family in a cave or that kind of thing. Okay. Um, They're pretty across the board said to be, like, not nice to humans, but also I read a couple of places that said like not necessarily helpful to humans. They're just, just like indifferent. Yeah, they're yeah. They don't provide anything to humans, right? No. They don't do anything for humans. They're but but I didn't read anything that they're really malicious. You know, they're just like mm. eh, indifferent. Yeah, trolls vary in appearance, but it really depends on where it's, they're located and like what folklore you're looking into. The consistent thing is that they're usually pretty ugly and pretty dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So, sorry, guys. Trolls are dumb. Um, But they're not considered grotesque or nasty. You know, like, they're not icky in any way. They're kind of just human-like. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. We see a lot of, like, imagery where they've got an exaggerated feature, big feet, club hands, you know? Big nose. Yeah, or teeny, you know? Yeah. Um, so they range from monstrous, you know, giant Huge, trolls, like, okay, like a giant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to human size or sometimes even smaller than elves. Like, you know, the trolls with the crazy hair. Yeah. Sing songs. My mom loved those. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're uh, With the else. jewel belly button, right? Yeah. Those yeah. Ones. I mean, those are <laughs> trolls, too. So, yeah, they range and vary in size. But mountain trolls are generally the ones that are really big and really dumb. Um, So (laughs) they can uproot trees as clubs and also are said to cause avalanches and even hurricanes. Oh, geez. I don't know how. We'll have to come back into that later. (laughs) Um, but also like Icelandic elves, trolls are sometimes associated with a location or a landmark. So like their homes okay. are in rocks or in mountainsides yeah. or, you know, a certain 
area. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't mess with the trolls. You just don't go there. Yep. Um, they also are said – I didn't read this across the board, but again, we can dive into it when we actually do a really full episode on trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're said to turn into stone in the sunlight. So um, they're not able to travel under the sun, which is why they prefer caves or rocky terrain or places to hide, that kind of thing. So they're not – you don't see them out and about strolling right. on the- yeah. In the daylight. Summer day stroll. Yeah. Not not in the troll repertoire. Um, okay. So that's my first topic. Mountain trolls. Mountain trolls. All right. The second topic. Gonna do a little homage to Fluffy, the three-headed dog. Oh. <gasps> Oh, and this again is a huge topic because really the obvious inspiration for this one is Cerberus. Right. And Cerberus is the three-headed hellhound who guards the gates of hell. So Fluffy in the Harry Potter movies and books is guarding the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, depending on where you're located, and is generally uh terrifying yeah <laughs> you know? he doesn't have a very good he doesn't have great temper temperament no unless you play him a harp so soothe him mm-hmm. soothe him to sleep yeah so um sometimes Cerberus <laughs> is also referred to um as the hades hound as well because hades is the owner of Cerberus. Yes. And there's, again, this is a, a huge topic, but it's also in the 12 trials of Hercules. So it's one of the trials oh, yeah. Yeah. of Hercules. So, mm-hmm. again, I didn't really get into that yet. Um, But parents of service are Typhon. Typhon. That sounds right. Sure. A fire-breathing dragon, but is, but also a god. And he's said to have like a hundred heads and a hundred wings. I don't know what it is with the Greeks that like they have hundreds of things. Yeah. Why does everybody everything have to have multiple heads? Right. Like you just need one. Just one. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, everything's got just outrageous amounts. Many of heads. And then um, and that even that continues on even with Cerberus. So um his mother was Echidna, who was a half serpent on the bottom half, and the top half was a beautiful woman. <gasps> and Echidna actually has a few other children outside of Cerberus, but all of them are monsters in Greek mythology. So Typhon and Echidna had many monster babies, and Cerberus monster being babies. one of them. Mo- monster babies. Um <laughs> Cerberus is usually depicted as a three-headed dog, but can have one head or up to 50, depending on the Again. artist and or poet. Wow. But here's the heads? Weirdest. I know. Like, what do you need that many heads for? Also, how do they are all, all of them like, hungry? Right. Well, and like, how big is his body to be able to accommodate all of those heads? I know. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, Oh, you got to eat the other day, so I'm going to eat today. Like, or do they all eat and have 50 stomachs? Like, how does this work? Uh, I had, oh. Explanations are needed. 
Yeah, somebody <laughs> needs to go into this for us. Okay, but it gets weirder. Okay, so also he is said to have snake heads on its back. Oh, and it's been, I saw a couple of different like renderings of that and it's been like a kind of a snake body coming out of its back, but then all like down his spine, it's like snakes weird, really That's weird. terrifying. Uh, so is that in addition to the 50 heads or three heads and then snake back? Uh, or depends. either one. It depends. Just, it's interchangeable. It's like a build your own Cerberus. Yeah. Um, wow. And he sometimes is also depicted. I keep saying he. I don't know if Cerberus is technically a he. And I've also said it. So, you know, we're, I'm going to just keep that interchange. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, maybe a myth check on Cerberus. Yeah, myth check. Gender. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he also is depicted as sometimes having a serpent's tail. And I said, probably from his mama. Probably. You know, that tracks makes sense. Although yeah. I don't know where dog comes in, dragon, woman, snake. Not sure. But, you know. Yeah, I, I've i never thought of that. Why do they call him a dog? Because that's clearly not a dog. Yeah, but he, he's a three-headed dog. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. his main yeah, right. descriptor. So, yeah, it's wild. That was my kind of obvious um, inspiration that I felt like, you know, the protector, mm -hmm. especially of something dark and or like keeping people um, in or out. Yes. So. Yeah, you don't want to go in there. You don't want to go in there where Cerberus is. No. Well, and I also kind of read when I was looking into it that he makes sure nobody leaves as well. Like nobody leaves Hades. Oh, he's because just the once door. Because once you're there. You can't leave. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. That's a three-headed dog. Yikes. Spooky. That's spooky. It is spooky. Ooh. The last creature that we're going to discuss today is goblins. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. So, goblins. I was actually thinking this was going to be a pretty straightforward topic, but it is massive. Really? Not like, Yeah. Like, Cerberus is big, but, like, Goblins is so many cultures, so many different things interpretations. about goblins and yeah. Yeah, interpretations. There are so many like versions and variations. So um, my version that I focused on was mostly European, British, Germanic folklore goblins. Um, so they're known to be grotesque fairies, and they usually oh. are evil or malevolent. So despite the many variations across the board, they're considered troublemakers. And that can be anywhere from like tricking you or being an annoyance to mm -hmm. like kidnapping, you know, like, <gasps> oh, and, like, shit, like real danger. So oh. it's kind of like it, it's a range. So some of the tricks. Tr tricksters would like change a signpost to point the oh, other direction or yeah. spill milk that you just finished so overall uh -huh. like general annoyance so i feel like these goblins today would be the ones that like put the gum on the sidewalk or um, <laughs> yeah. flattened your tire they're the ones who work at the dmv <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh that might be way too mean we might have to cut that out sorry dmv workers <laughs> 
I know it's not You're your great. fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what are the overall annoyances? They're the people who drive 40 miles an hour. Yeah, in my hell. In, in it's, just, it's just a goblin lane. behind the wheel. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, on the opposite end, they're said to be like green creatures that torment and terrorize children. So I think like kind of tales of, you know, oh, you better not do that or the goblin will get you. Oh, yeah. You know, consistent yeah. with everything else that we've studied so far. Um, So some of the goblins are said to like that they would steal women and children and hide them underground. And sometimes even swap the children baby or the children babies. <laughs> uh, yeah, children babies. Uh, swap. That makes sense. <laughs> swap the human babies with goblin babies. And that's actually oh. considered a changeling. Oh, okay. Yeah. And more. I wrote more of that later. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they can range in size um, from the height of a human child. Oh. What That's happened to weird. you? I don't know. Here, let me call you back. I'm already calling you back. Um, changelings. And I said more of that later. We'll come yes. back. Um, they can range in size um, from like the height of a child to a normal human. Like grown up. Oh yeah, size, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Very. Uh, some stories say that they're invisible to the human eye, and it's not widely known what they actually look look like because they're usually under invisibility. So, um, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, goblins are said to have high raspy. High pitched voices that squeak. Oh, all of them. Uh, or yeah, the majority usually, of them. Yeah, they are usually depicted with, you know, a, not a normal sounding voice. Interesting. I always figured them to be like gravelly and like kind of spooky a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's more like pixie esque. Scary pixie. Yeah, fairy, you know? Yeah. Um, but they also are said to have a smile that could curdle blood. Oh. Yeah. And a laugh to sour milk. <laughs> I swear that's how they make sour cream. <laughs> get your get your goblin curdled sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> it's highly contested if goblins are smart or not. Um, but it seems like they know how to get what they want. So, you know, like if they're looking to get something, they can be clever and, you know, kind of manipulate manipulative to get their way or whatever Ooh. um so goblins are said to love silver gold and jewels which kind of i think puts them in the gringotts bank area oh yeah of harry potter right mm -hmm. so yeah um that kind of like goblin 
treasure relation, I think is where that decision was made. Um, they also enjoy stealing treasure from others. Like they're okay oh, with that. They're thieves. Little thieves. They think it's theirs. Or, you know, oh. like they, they think it's like theirs. I okay. Guess. So, so not one, necessarily thieving, just taking back what's theirs. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I guess I'm using only my Harry Potter reference knowledge for that. So, uh, you know, maybe something to dive into when we cover this topic gotcha. on a broader spectrum. Yeah. Um, but I do want to put in a side note that a lot of goblins reference for like a social note is that Goblins have been tied back to kind of like a racist stereotype. Oh. Yeah. So, and on, and I just want to call it out because it was brought to my attention. I was like, oh, man. You know, of course people would of course, do that. But it's a, a supposed to be a kind of a racist stereotype about Jewish people. So, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know. I was I like. Didn't, I, I wasn't like sure what. I wasn't sure of what you were going to say, but when yeah. you said what that. I hmm. didn't find that in my research. I have a friend who actually told me about it when I told her what I was covering. And so yeah. I just, I did want to call it out. And because this is in the like European folklore, I mm -hmm. just wanted to put it out there and say, yeah. you know, people suck. People suck. Yeah. But that's what I have for you today on Mountain Trolls. Three-headed dogs and goblins. A cornucopia of scary. <laughs> yeah. Our Harry Potter 20th anniversary shout-out edition of More Than Myths. Woo-hoo. Woo Very nice. I, yeah, mountain trolls are terrifying, as are goblins, as is now Cerberus. I would, like, Cerberus was always kind of like, you know, that scary sweet dog. Mm -hmm. But how you have told me that he's not sweet. <laughs> I know. I kind of always imagined him like fluffy, you know? Yeah. Where he was just right. a three-headed dog. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, he, he's just misunderstood. He's yeah. A he's, he's a good a boy. boy. Yeah. But now it's like, oh. He's, he's a terrifying boy. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, it's a light episode, but it's also like everything I covered is I would not want to run across. No. Never in a million years. No, no. no. I was like, hmm, ooh, ah, yikes. Oh, yeah, I know that's I don't listen to that anymore. You don't listen to Hozier? Nope. I was, Haley, you know, like the Spotify recaps? Mm-hmm. I was in yeah. the top point five percent of being obsessed of Hozier listeners last no year. No way! Wow. Not even one percent. The top one point, like the top point five percent of listeners were me. You need <laughs> were me. <laughs> they were all me. They were no, all but me. I was, you send I me your love you Hozier. Write yourself a note. And send me your recap from 2020. You're going to be so disappointed. Actually, that's not true. A lot of it is you and Steve's music that I then. Send it to me because I want to hear repeated it. Repeated 
repeated because my on repeat i just keep listening to my on repeat which just keeps generating more on no, that's repeat. great that's, oh my god but more hosier. you gotta get yeah, oh you god. Gotta, oh. no i fucking love hosier and the fact it's... that oh i tell it to my heart that mix that he did with medusa is so oh fucking yeah. good did you like the song i sent you today the honey song yeah, I did. It was nice. It was, it was good. So do you remember back in episode three when I told you that I was going to talk about skinwalkers Ew. in more detail because there's a lot more things that I couldn't tell you in that episode? Haley. So it's later. So I'm going to tell you about skinwalkers. Is it later, though? It is, is it? actually. It is. Damn it. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm ready. It's going to be all right. I tried to make it not super scary. It's just factual. It's just, well, factual. I say factual, quote unquote, factual. Who knows? But what I'm going to tell you about, whether it's been skewed or, you know, correct or through the game of telephone, what I'm going to tell you comes from the Navajo Nation and their retelling passed down through generations of what a skinwalker is how it came to be, and what they're known for. Okay. So they are reluctant to discuss skinwalkers because speaking about them is bad luck. And you can draw a skinwalker's attention, which you don't want. I did find out, though, Great. that... <laughs> I did Super. find out... <laughs> Let me tell you what I found out. Okay, 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 okay. There's a specific name, and I'm going to tell you what it is once. We're never going to say it again because that's what draws their attention. Oh, I'm but only gonna say it once. Do you need to? What if what I happens when to. this when this episode's replayed over and over and over and we just keep saying it? Then I won't for say it. I won't tell you. How's that? Is that fair? <laughs> I won't tell you. I don't want That's, any curses. I don't I mean I don't want to say it. I could spell it. Spell it. I'll spell it. Okay. So when we get it. to that point, I'll I'll spell it for you. Okay. I'm fucking genius. Okay. <laughs> So what it's is like, it's like Hagrid saying like <laughs> can you spell I can't spell it <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to spell it back to me. Oh, this is gonna be a fun game. Oh, this is gonna be a fun game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what is a skinwalker? Right? Yeah. What is it? Don't know. It's exactly what it sounds like. Someone walking around in a skin that isn't theirs. Someone, yeah, someone or something disguised to look like something it isn't. (gasps) So I recently learned about this thing called the Uncanny Valley. And it's a pattern where something becomes, as something becomes more human, we have more positive feelings about it up to a point. But when it's kind of human, but not quite human. Uh So there's an arch. And it comes up and we think it's human. And then when we realize it might not be quite human, it makes this valley in this chart. And it's a steep valley and it can be recreated over and over and over again. I didn't know about this. Chris actually told me about this. Wow. Um, But somewhere in our evolution, we encountered something that made us think it was human. And then we realized that it wasn't human. And Uh. so as I was researching all of this stuff, that really resonated with skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. 
another really spooky thing I <laughs> I was listening. So I have to listen to podcasts because I don't, I mean, I don't always have a lot of time to do yeah. research about these, these subjects. And one of the podcasts I listened to is the Chiluminati podcast. And they did an episode about skinwalkers. And they, at the end, you've seen The Witch, right? The movie The yeah. Witch? Yeah. He said... And it creeped me out so much. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it was, I mean, in that time and like around Salem, there would be Native Americans that would attack the colonies, right? Yeah. And the witch that's in that story could have been a skinwalker, but seen through the eyes of a Puritan. So they would think (gasps) that it was a witch, right? That blew my fucking mind. Isn't that creepy? Because they shapeshift. And I'm going to tell you about their shapeshifting, right? Ship, ship. Ship, ship. But that, oh, that gave me, I had to stop the podcast for a minute. I was like, okay, I need to re-watch myself because that just, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Get ready for your spelling test. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. So they call them, it's Y-E-E space N. A-A-L-D-L-O-O-S-H-I-I. Y-E-E space A-N. <laughs> that's a hard one, right? Okay, yeah, so that's no. what the no- that's what the Navajo call them. And we're not gonna say it because that's what's believed to actually draw their attention. We don't want okay. their attention. No, thank you. So when that is translated, it means with it, he goes on all fours, which, blah, you, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they are considered witches, um, kind of the opposite of shamans, and they practice black magic strictly. Okay. Um, so whereas you would have medicine men and shamans and they will help the tribe and perform healing ceremonies of the mind, body, and spirit. The skinwalkers only perform ceremonies to help themselves. And it's never good. It's never for the good of the tribe. It's only to benefit themselves, their own personal gain. For lack of a better term, it's a shaman that's turned to the dark side. Got it. Um, they've become corrupted by their own power or having used their power for evil. So it's believed that they're able to ship ship into and have the ability to occupy animals. They may not. Um, they might be able to do mind control over animals and not necessarily occupy that animal. So kind of like it reminded me of Bran a little bit from Game of Thrones. Like how oh, he yeah. could kind of see through Summer's like, eyes. Um, yeah, it kind of like, reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah. So they are able ugh, to mimic human voices. Uh-uh. They have crazy agility. Um, I read so many accounts of people driving home at night and being chased by a deer or a coyote but up on their hind legs and they're going like 75 miles an hour. And this thing is fucking keeping up with them and pounding on the hood of their car. No, it's horrifying. No. yeah. So Mm -mm. they have crazy abilities. It's also said they might be able to do a kind of mind control over humans. If Mm. you lock eyes with them, that (sighs) can give them the ability to 
almost like steal your face, kind of, right? Like take your face. Yeah. They might also be able to make you do things that you wouldn't do. One of the ways they might be able to do that is, I'm going to say black a lot because it's so gross. They use what's called corpse powder, and it's just what it sounds like. Yeah. Ew. Yep. It's usually ground up finger bones. Uh, and the- No. <laughs> I know it's awful. They'll also use bone from the back of your skull, which is thought to be very powerful. Yeah. So it's super powerful magic, but they'll blow this into their victim's faces without the victim knowing. And I saw a thing where like back in the day, they would put it down their chimneys and the whole family would, they would get it into their lungs. So it might have been a powerful poison that kills people over the course of a few days or it might not have been a poison and been a drug Got that it. made them highly suggestible. Hard to say. Who knows? All of this stuff's up for debate. You know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Ho- hopefully it's all fake. Hopefully it's none of it. Zero. Hopefully zero of what I'm telling you is real. I know. For, for yeah. All of our sakes. For all of our sakes. So an interesting thing that I didn't realize when they change in, when to, when a skinwalker changes into an animal they typically transform into a predatory animal so a coyote a wolf a raven you know foxes yeah they're predators they're not going <laughs> to i can't imagine a skinwalker transforming into a bunny rabbit or a field mouse i knew you were going to say bunny rabbit <laughs> like, look it's a cute little bunny with elbows but they could if they needed to right. hide in plain sight or try to get away from somebody that's hunting them, they yeah. can change it to any animal they want. So it's not scary, you know, when you just see a coyote on the side of the road or a deer or sheep or whatever. But what they'll do is they'll transform into an imperfect or unnatural version of that animal. Yeah. So going back to episode three, when Terry and his son right that first day when that huge wolf comes onto their property and it's got like crazy blue eyes that's not normal and i mean it was it was as big as a fucking horse like yeah so they'll do that they'll they'll shape in they'll shape shift into these animals that's too big or their head's too weird like really weird Uh or they'll have fucked up legs or they'll stand up on their hind legs or (sighs) yeah Uh and they know they know that changing into something that isn't quite right you're gonna notice that they want you to freak the fuck out because they feed off your fear oh my god yeah so horrible uh, horrible i know well, and how many times do you see an animal and you're like, oh, how cool. And then it's yeah. like, oh. Is oh, that cool? Oh, no. Drive, 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 right. drive, drive. Yeah. You know, like, get yeah. out. Yeah. No, I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate it very much. Skinwalker Ranch probably had a small group of skinwalkers on it before the ranch was ever built. And they just refused to leave. All of the weird shit that the Sherman family saw was probably the skinwalkers just fucking with them, trying to get them to leave. So, like, the voices that they heard in the weird language. Yeah. The cables being ripped up. 
Mm-hmm. Magic. Mm. Who knows? Could have been a skinwalker. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll just fuck with people to feed off that emotion. And it basically fuels their hate fire. <laughs> like that. All right. <laughs> yeah. The in the third episode, I told you that there was a professor that had said, you know, the Navajo would never summon or call in a skinwalker. I absolutely 100 percent now do not doubt that. There is no way that anybody would ever in their right fucking mind would ever call on these to help anybody. Like right. it would only be for evil. It, they wouldn't. There's no way. So. Right. I did read that the Navajo will only wear sheepskin and buckskin. And I believe that's for ceremonies. I'm I'm not 100% positive. But these aren't predatory animals. They're passive animals. Right. Um, I mean, again, you know, there are so many things that I read about people seeing weird sheep or weird goats or, you know, like their gait was weird. Their eyes looked like human eyes or they'd see a human and they'd have like wolf eyes. Yeah. So it's just who knows. Um, Yikes. So another thing that I found that was in order to turn into that particular animal the skinwalker has to kill that animal and then okay. they have to wrap themselves in the bloody pelt and they'll absorb that pelt into their body. And sometimes I read that the animal can rot and decompose before the skinwalker has completely absorbed that animal, but they don't care because they want it to look scarier. And sometimes they'll <sighs> wait on purpose to let it rot and decay to let it be scary because the human. Well, let me tell you that in a minute. Pause. Hang on a sec. We're jumping. We're getting too far out of ourselves. Reel it in, Haley. (laughs) So as a skinwalker observes these animals, and as they age, some of those features start coming through the human. Like So like I said, they'll have like weird animal eyes, or they'll be really hairy, or they'll Mm -hmm. have abnormally long arms or claws. So the human skin ages and decays but the animal pelt that they've absorbed stays the same so if it was like a fresh pelt or a decayed pelt when they kind of like flip through their codex (laughs) they just be like okay i need this one right now i need this one yeah well so could so question yeah. Is it something that's like they summon with magic from their own skin or do I'm they a... actually physically put on a pelt and then transform? I, th- I think the way the way that I read it and the way that it I guess it honestly it could be either way. Okay. But the way I read it is that in order to be able to change into that animal they have to wrap themselves into it and their body will actually like consume that right help so like it will they disappear can call it a, they can call yeah. it with like i don't know oh. if they need to say a word or if they need i don't want to know i don't want to know but they can just <laughs> they can just pick my sweatshirt had folded up against me so it made it feel like something poked me in the back oh, i had that happen to my no leg one, earlier and i was like no, no one here and i was like ah. <laughs> yeah that just a little jumpy yeah no i am too and i've been reading about this for over a week and every time i have to get up to let tesla out to pee in the night i my head is on the swivel i'm like is that 
What's what that? is that? Come out, you shadow. Is that a squirrel? <laughs> is it really a squirrel? Right? Is it really a squirrel? Yeah. It's definitely not. This is not one of my – It's. it is fascinating, but it's definitely not one of my favorite. Uh, so they are typically male, but I did read that sometimes very rarely women who don't have children can be skinwalkers. And a lot of the encounters that I read about happened in and around the Navajo Nation area, which is in Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico, and it covers about 27,000 square miles. So again, it's an evil black magic practicing shapeshifter. Where did they come from? What I found was when early colonizers were moving deeper into the country mm -hmm. onto Native American lands, the medicine men were pretty wary and they needed a way to watch or you know see what they what these colonizers were doing without being seen hiding in plain sight but also being able to protect their tribe and their families so right. as time yeah as time went on and the white men outed themselves as being conquerors and having no interest in leaving them alone mm. the medicine men turned to black magic and it really makes so much sense because yeah. they, I mean, the early colonizers couldn't have cared less. They simply wanted the land. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I, I pretty sure that at this point in time, like the very first, the first time these two peoples kind of bumped into each other, I don't believe that the native Americans had the same type of weapons like, yes, they had formidable weapons. They had spears, tomahawks, shields, bows, and arrows. But I don't believe that any of them at this point had guns. So they were, unfortunately, at a disadvantage. Right. Fucking yeah. colonizers. Yep. Yeah. So they weren't interested in, you know, trying to live peaceably or, you know. Leave them alone. Anything. Leave them alone. Anything. They... Wanted them off the land, and they didn't care how many people died to get what they wanted. And so the medicine men of their tribe came together to discuss what to do. And they knew that by turning to the practice of black magic, it was kind of a last resort. So once you do black magic and participate, you lose your, humani your humanity and your soul becomes corrupted and you're not the same person. You're not really even human anymore. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's evil, right, that you're calling upon. And it's evil that's going to grant you this power that you're seeking. So it's right. evil that you're going to become. I mean, there's yeah. no. There's no way around it. Mm -mm. So they believed they could and would do this for the good of their people. And then once the colonizers were driven out or scared away or whatever, they could be dealt with by their own people so that they wouldn't turn on their own tribe and harm them. They revealed their plans to other members of their practice. And these people had opted not to participate. And they provided detailed instructions on how to protect themselves against what they would become. Because they knew it was going to be, it was not going to be good. Mm -hmm. And how to protect themselves and how to kill them when necessary. But unfortunately, we know what happened. Yeah. The Navajo were pushed off their land. And then they were, quote unquote, given land back. And those that turned into skinwalkers didn't allow themselves to be killed. 
and then they continue to use their powers for evil for their own personal gain against Mm -hmm. not only the Navajo people, but probably the other people that came into that area. Unfortunately, I went to Reddit (laughs) and I found a post. Hey, Reddit? I has some gems they have and what i'm going to tell you is an absolute gem it's a terrifying gem it's a terrifying scary. gem so there was a gentleman his name's sam the names have been changed but he lived on the navajo nation and he was given this information from a great uncle whose name was john john is okay. a medicine man he's a very respected elder and he's very superstitious okay. but i'm going to link this for you guys so because it's really long it has really interesting facts really scary tidbits but it's i mean it's three posts long it's too long for me to tell you but i'm going to give you some parts of it and what john said was that there are two different varieties of skinwalkers okay the first are medicine men with no actual supernatural powers they just have a very extensive knowledge of various hallucinogenic compounds they're able to craft very convincing outfits of animal pelts they study how these animals move these animals move and behave so they can mimic whatever they want and these skinwalkers will often just fuck with people for money so if something's happening between two neighbors maybe one will hire the like you know to dress up in their coyote pelt or whatever and kind of scare people right but what about the other stories the ones that i told you where you know you're driving home late at night and you look out your window and there's Uh, a fucking coyote on its hind legs keeping up with you Uh -uh. so those are the other skinwalkers those are the actual that's an actual skinwalker mm-hmm they are not human. It's they are something else. They kind of do all those other things, like they absorb the the pelts into their bodies, and over time they don't they look less and less human and more and more like a weird creature with oh. you know, they might be extra hairy or unnaturally long arms. In order for one of the for because they are still medicine men, but they're they've taken an extra step. Like they're corrupted. They like they're corrupted, and they have to participate in a ceremony, and they have to do something that robs them of their humanity. And after living long enough, you know, because it gives them the ability. It's kind of like werewolves, kind of mm-hmm. um, mixed with a little bit of vampire. But they have unnaturally long lives. Um, oh, okay. As with werewolves, you know, you're accidentally bit. This isn't an accident. This is a choice. They are they are choosing to do this. Okay. This is something they have to willingly accept and willingly participate in. So in order to be admitted into the group, you have to prove that you're committed and are willing to give up your humanity. So they have to commit a heinous act such as murder. Where they have uh, to torture someone in their family or a friend. Um, uh, other things they might have to do is uh, ingest poison or human yeah. flesh. That might be the person that they killed. It's not clear. 
They also will communicate with evil entities from other dimensions. Ew. Yeah. And I have a little bit more information on that. Um, But we don't know exactly what's needed to join a group of skinwalkers, which is fine. Nobody That's needs fine. that information. It's, it's fine. We don't need to I'm know. I'm good. Yep. So <laughs> like I said, they nervous t- laughter. Insert yeah. extremely nervous laughter. And so they don't live with a Navajo, um, like a medicine man. I told you that looks like a weird sheep. They'd live, they they could be your neighbor, right? But they just do some weird shit at night. But a real, like, okay, so I'm in a, so a regular skinwalker is just a regular medicine man. And the ones that I'm talking about, I'm going to call them supernatural skinwalkers to kind of differentiate between them to try to keep it straight. So these supernatural skinwalkers won't live among the Navajo. So like that isolated group on Skinwalker Ranch, that kind of deal. They'll live far away from people because they don't want to be found out how... How you turn into a skinwalker is they they guard it like super jealous. They don't want anybody to know. Committing murder connects them more deeply with the powers and the evil entities that help them. So now when I say evil entities, I did see that one ah, of the what I just looked up pictures of skinwalkers and I really regret that I did that. What? Which ones did you see? Just everything on the first 18 images of Google. Well, okay. And I know some of them were probably fake, no. but it was like, oh, no, it's... there was the little broken legs that will, oh. Right, right. Yucky. So, yeah. It... Now, with that, an interesting thing, if you look up actual, like, pictures of Navajo Native Americans, they're not in... Like anything that would I would recognize in it as an animal. And that almost makes it more scary. Like because you can't see their faces. They just have like a dark headdress and their faces are covered. And usually I it's fucking terrifying. I refuse to look at those. I like scrolled past them as quick as I can because like Mm-mm. they're scared. It's scary. It's, and I mean, maybe what it is is just ceremonial dress. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's definitely spooky. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So back to another pleasant subject of evil entities. <laughs> oh, good. They can become connected to them or even possessed by them. And I don't know what the actual word for it is, but I'm going to call them demons because I don't know the Dene word for it. And I don't yeah. want to know what it is. And I don't know if I'd said this. Dene is the actual name for Navajo Native Americans. That's what they oh, actually okay. go by. So I apologize if I didn't, if I didn't say that earlier. Um, they are these evil inhuman spirits that will try to come into our realm and our plane, but they don't have a physical presence. So in order to be there, to be here, sorry, they have to possess a person. Or in this case, a skinwalker. And they use them as their connection to this world. (sighs) Black. I just got double chills. Yeah. Ooh, goosies. It's a double double goosey. (laughs) Double goosey. (laughs) So they'll do the bidding of these demons. And 
in return, the demons will give them the ability to turn into whatever the fuck they want. You know, you want to be an eagle today? Cool. You want to be a coyote tomorrow? Cool. Um, so getting this power to shapeshift and read minds and have crazy agility and in return, the demon or entity or whatever gets their body when the human dies because humans mm-hmm. don't live forever and they're still right. human. It doesn't, the, you know, nothing's changed. This will help right. hurt. It's going to wear out. And so some of the really old skinwalkers might just be demons using their body as a puppet. Ew. Yeah. Yep. My mom's going to hate this episode. Sorry. Sorry, Steph. Sorry. No, no you're not. <laughs> I am because it's awful, but I'm also not. Sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. It is fascinating, though. I mean, it is. It is really cool. You know, it is it is just learning about different cultures and, you know, all of their stories and legends is just. It's really awesome. Broadens your mind. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Exactly. Right. Because knowledge is power. And knowledge about, like, magic is even cooler than regular knowledge. Yeah, except for not black magic. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, we don't do we don't do black magic. So we know what they are, we know what they do. So can they be killed? Yes. Yes, they Good. can. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna be tough because they're insanely hard to kill because they're a super powerful medicine man doing black magic. Yep. But they can be killed. So Good. you can get you can get the help of a shaman or medicine man that's also very powerful because Uh they will be able to do ceremonies and rituals that will essentially turn the evil back on the skinwalker. And because they're also medicine men, they have to abide by those rules, laws of magic. So they're not able to act. They can't come onto your property or follow you. And they also can't come into your home unless you invite them. So that was the similarity that I found with vampires, which is kind of interesting. If okay. you have a if you have a bullet dipped in, now this wasn't clear. It just says white ash. So I don't know if it's like the white ash that you get at the bottom of your fireplace of any kind of tree that's tree. been burned, or if it has to be white ash specifically. Because I looked it up, and it is, it could be in that area. Got so. It. Um, maybe both, maybe do both. I, yeah, I don't know, but you have to hit it in the head or the neck. So you have to make sure the shot counts. But I thought, what did they do before they had bullets? What did the native Americans do before they had bullets? Yeah. So it was thought that maybe they burned white ash trees in the areas that they thought skinwalkers might be, or maybe they just dipped their arrows or their spears into this white ash and used that when they were trying to kill skinwalkers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Makes sense. Yeah. So another way you can kill a skinwalker is if you say their true human name. Mm. So I'm going to tell you this story real quick. It was on a, I don't even know what it was. I'll have a link to it because there's a couple stories in this little short, like 42 minute blip. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman, um, his great grandfather, I believe, was a sheep herder. So he had been having problems with his sheep disappearing and getting killed. It was his neighbor down the way, like down the road of ways that he was having problems with. And uh, so he's out 
and he's getting ready to head home and something caught his attention. It was a noise. It was a drum beat and someone chanting. So yeah, he, he climbs up over this hill right? Because you can kind of see the flames and stuff like the light from your fire. And he kind of climbs up to this hill and he looks down and there's a fire and there's one person sitting there and it's his neighbor and he's butt ass naked and he's pounding on this drum and he doesn't recognize the language. He doesn't understand what he's saying, but he knows that what this guy's doing is evil. It's bad. It's not good. Whoa. So it's not, I mean, that's not, you know, you're not just going to be, I mean, maybe you could be out in the woods and you just find a naked guy sitting by a fire. I mean, you never know. It could happen. So he, he didn't approach him at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, but he knew that he was a witch. And so he says, although his grandfather never saw him shapeshift, he never saw anything supernatural. He knew that his neighbor was involved in that black magic. Um, but in his head, his neighbor absolutely had something to do with all of his sheep disappearing. So he left pretty quick, mm. hoping he wasn't seen, you know, crawled back down the mountain went, or crawled back down the hill, got his sheep and left. He was worried that his neighbor had seen him and that he, his neighbor would get to him first somehow. And he was pretty freaked out because he knew the powers and the abilities that his neighbor had. Yeah. So he felt he felt empowered because he had this knowledge of what his neighbor could do. He decided that he was going to confront him. <laughs> so one day <laughs> just oh, I don't know why like I don't know what the fuck possessed this guy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> one day he goes to this neighbor doesn't say hello, doesn't say, hey, how's it going? He simply walks up to him, looks him in the face and says, I know what you do. (gasps) The neighbor's eyes just get huge. He doesn't say anything. And he knew the guy that his grandfather's accusing knows that he knows that he's involved in black magic. (laughs) Ooh. So his neighbor's really surprised and scared because it's said That if somebody knows who you are and what you've done, because in order to become a skinwalker, you have to kill someone close to you. Right. So this neighbor begs him, asks him, says, please don't tell anybody. I will give you my sheep. I will give you whatever you want. I will give you money. I will give you anything. Please don't say anything. (sighs) He doesn't care. The grand, the grandfather in the story, he doesn't care. He no. tells everybody in the town. He tells his wife. He tells his neighbors. He tells mm-hmm. everybody. So according to this guy's grandmother, soon after that, the neighbor became really sick and like three days later died. Because if you know their name... Yeah. If you know their name, their true human name, and you tell people what they do, they will become sick and die. Wow. Yeah. (gasps) That's crazy. Another couple things I read that might help 
is burning cedar or sage, which that one makes sense because that's that's powerful. Um, well, that's pretty common practice. And if you do, if you do get cedar or sage, please make sure you actually get it. Don't get it from Amazon. I'm gonna link a couple shops that I found that actually sells sage. Please don't get it from Amazon. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I if you grew my own this year. Or that. I mean, that's cool, too. If you, <laughs> this made me think of Hocus Pocus, but if you do a ring of salt, right, when she puts a ring mm-hmm. of salt around her and she's like, oh, what a clever little white witch. Like, yes. yeah, salt's powerful. Coal, I also read. Um, maybe some white ash. I don't know if it needs to be from a juniper tree or a cedar tree or a white ash tree. I don't know. Try all three. All of them. <laughs> also, if you wear turquoise. If you have some turquoise, throw that on or black tourmaline. That'll also protect you. But that's that's it. That's that's how you can protect yourself from a scary shapeshifter. That's the awful information that I have. And we don't ever Ugh. have to talk about this ever again. Super. Except in next week in our fact check episode. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We're not going to fact check this one. Everything I told you is factual. The internet doesn't lie. It's, it's all true. It's all. And if actually, I mean, I'd love to know if anybody has any other information. I mean, sure. Yeah. Send us an email. That would be cool. I guess if you have other information ooh, or if you, ooh, if you have an experience, I don't ooh. know. I don't know if I want it. <sighs> yeah. Send it. We're curious. <sighs> send it. I am curious. I yeah, but <laughs> ah, well, that's it. That's what I've got for you on Skinwalkers. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I it? like that. I said, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. You know when you it's say not things wonderful. out loud, like that when you the right response. When you something. talked to me today at six o'clock, and you were like, "Good morning," and I was like, "Yeah, good morning." That's it's the PM. That's what just happened. Now I'm <laughs> my matrix is glitching today you need to go to bed <laughs> yeah it's serious it's all over the place um but yeah anyway thank you guys for tuning in to our episode this week we had a lot of fun getting these together and i think we had this was kind of a all over the place episode it's a weird episode i kind of like it yeah so um anyway you can check out our social media we're more than this on instagram more than this on twitter um leave us a review on apple podcasts if you liked us and and follow and subscribe oh yeah definitely follow and subscribe as well no that's good um (laughs) and yeah leave us a note say what you think Good or bad, preferably good. Say hey. But yeah, (laughs) say hey. As always, remember to tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your mom. Tell your mom. Till next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.